back again with another great Thursday on Relentless Thursday podcast, walking in purpose, being relentless, getting to our best self and no other than loving ourselves unconditionally. And there's no other place I'd rather be than right here with you guys today. You know me, I am Kenyatta, your host and the counselor and founder of Relentless Counseling. And we started a series last week. We are here deep in this series now. We got the introduction out the way last week. And we are talking about our single life today. And I told you we was taking it deeper and higher in season two. I am not alone today. I have my friend here, a homie who's an amazing (laughs) person. His name is Charles. And I'm going to let him introduce himself to you. Hey, Kenyatta, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Charles Hunter, and I'm so honored and thankful that you would have me be a part of your podcast and just share my journey and the truth about relationships and this journey that I'm going through right now. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. We are so honored to have you here, Charles. We're glad to get some masculinity on our podcast talk yep. about it from a different perspective. <laughs> so this is exciting. And I know there's people here that is joining us all around the world to talk about relationships. This is the most popular topic to talk about and maybe kind of the hardest topic to talk about because this is when we learn how to be the most vulnerable. But we're talking about our single life, this season of being single. And this is a hard journey sometimes when we are single <laughs> Some of us, we want to be single. We're happy to be single. Some of us is like, what? where is my partner? Where is the love of my life? And we're dreading it. But whatever season that you're in, in this single walk, this is a beautiful journey to be on. And we have to be able to represent it in a positive and relentless way. Amen. Because it's definitely a very important season that we need to prepare us for that season of our long-term relationship or that lifetime marriage that we been desiring i know for me i know i'm about to be 38 (laughs) i'm getting ready to be 43 next month so we are old school in this game living a single life so we have a lot of experience and kind of like a lifetime of of just relationship dating and all these different things so we bring a lot to the table but one thing that's very important and we're going to start off talking about is learning how to date ourselves, learning what that looks like, learning what the single life and what we can get out of it to get to where we need to be. There's no mistake that you are single right now. Wherever we're at, whatever walk we're on in our single journey, it's no mistake that you're single right now because there's the things we've got to get out of ourselves to love ourselves more. I don't know about you, Charles, but growing up, 15, 14, we couldn't wait to get married for some have kids. And it was like, oh, I want to get married at 23, 24 years old. And now that I'm 38 and still not married, why did I want to get married so young? What was that all about? That was the culture we grew up in then. Right, yes. And that was the culture. Everybody got married pretty young, had kids young, but times have changed. You know. Yes, times definitely are different. (laughs) The dating scene is different. We're going to get into that a little later, but we're going to talk about the dating world as far as dating ourselves and what does that look like. And that's really important to know how do we impact ourselves? How do we date ourselves? What does that look like when we're looking in the mirror at ourselves? So how has dating you been going so far? So on my own journey, you know, I just at 42, just step into this this chapter of my life. You know, I've been I divorced about three years ago, and 
you know, I had to really take a step back and focus on, you know, my relationship with God, being a godly man, a godly father. And um, my desire is to be to to meet a God fearing woman and get married again because I love the institution of marriage. So at 42 years of age, I did something and, you know, with my relationship with God and just growing is like I've done I started something that I'd never done before. I'd never taken the time to date myself. And um, I'd always, you know, throughout my life, I'd always had someone around. But taking the time to date myself intentionally and giving myself that grace and just focusing on, okay, I want to grow as a godly man. I want to grow as a father. But I also want God to clean out all the hurt and build me into the man that I need to be for my future help me my future spouse, my future wife. So it's been the best thing. And I don't think enough people take the time to date themselves because I look back, I'm like, wow, I should have done this years ago, but I just didn't see it. And men don't talk about this. I've actually, until I came to social, I've never talked to other men that actually took the time to date themselves. And it's been the best thing that's ever happened in my life. It's such a powerful journey. It's such a powerful way when we date ourselves, especially when we don't even talk about it. So we feel like, okay, I date myself. Well, I can't tell nobody that I'm dating myself. I know for me, it is date Kenyatta Friday. Every Friday, I take myself <laughs> to the movies. I take myself to go get massages. And I don't just take myself and I'm just dressed. I get dressed up to the tea. Don't sit me at the bar. I'm at a dinner table and I'm enjoying me. I may get a book. I may read. Just learn how to love ourselves. And that's that, so awesome. Yes, and you said earlier, you said about intentions. And y'all, family, you know that I am always talking about intentionality, of how to be intentional. Because when we are intentional, we are breaking a cycle. We are breaking that cycle of the mundane. We're breaking that cycle of anxiety, depression, hurt, pain. Breaking the cycle of trauma. And when we talk about relationships, we can't talk about relationship without talking about the trauma. If you know, I know my experience. I know I told y'all my story that I come from a domestic violence relationship that became very toxic and abusive. And a lot of times when we deal with that, especially for women, a lot of times we saw our parents go through Mm -hmm. toxic relationships. We saw our parents get abused and we thought that, hey, this is what relationships supposed to look like. This is what love is supposed to look like. But when you are intentionally dating yourself, doing something different, you're breaking that cycle. Amen. And Charles, what are some cycles that you feel you're breaking now that you you know, have this, you know, new life, this new journey you're going on of dating yourself. How have you bro- broken some cycles that you felt that was going on in your past? Well, definitely, you know, with taking the time to actually date myself, the one, the, the main thing was I didn't realize that I always have had someone around since I started dating when I was younger, been married. I always had somebody there that I could lean on, talk to, was dating. And for me, looking in the mirror, and saying, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to focus on you, Laura. I'm going to focus on Ava. I'm going to focus on my growth. And just focusing and spending that time with myself. It exposed, it exposed myself to, to myself, basically. That's the, best, that's the best way to say it. And some of the things that God revealed that I needed to work on. And it also opened my eyes up to the fact that I had a hard time loving myself. I've always been a doer. I've always been the first to take care of others, but I wasn't taking care of myself. 
So big, the thing, biggest thing is, and, and this was, this comes down from my own father. My father was the same way. And I grew up in a household. He was taking care of everybody. He was a minister. He was, he was, you know, the boss at work. So he was always taking care of everybody. And I, I noticed that I felt right within line. And I'm a country boy too. So that's how we grow up. That's our culture. We take care of the family. Mm-hmm. And as a man, we're actually going through so much stuff so many things and we're like dying inside because we don't have someone to talk about it with or to share with but it gave me the time to really look at myself and actually I'm learning to love myself learning to do things for myself and learning to take that time to spend with myself I never done this my whole life you know I didn't I just I just I was like wow it's changed my whole perspective on life wow yes that mirror can be a very hard truth to sit in. And walking in our journey of loving ourselves unconditionally is not the easiest task as we hope it to be or we want it to be, but it's, des- it's definitely a necessity mm-hmm. to be able to look in that mirror at ourselves, hold ourselves accountable. And that's also, again, breaking those generational curses, breaking what we went through the past and how that impacts our relationships. I know we're talking about intimate relationships here, but it impacts every relationship that we had, that we have or had in our life. And it it kind of forms and defines who we are as a person, which impacts strongly with that intimate person because we spend the most time with our intimate partners. We spend the most time of being vulnerable and revealing ourselves but if we are in pain and we don't know how to look in that mirror, what are we revealing to others? Sometimes we may look like a monster to other people, even though we're not that monster, mm-hmm. but our pain is covering up who we really are. And when we get to know each other, look in that mirror, as you said, Charles, that also helps kind of heal us, give us that compassion and that grace we need to be able to be the best person, not for the other person, but the best person for ourselves. We got to focus on that Mm -hmm. relationship. Because one thing about that relationship, you can't break up with yourself. You You can't leave yourself. (laughs) You are stuck with you, so you might as well get that relationship right. (laughs) And when you love yourself, and guys, I tell you, it's it's, it's a tough journey. It's an ongoing journey. It's a journey that never stops because Mm -hmm. we grow and we die daily. Mm -hmm. And we have to re- introduce ourselves to ourselves sometime, especially through breakups, heartbreak. We just, even when things just naturally just go its separate ways, we have to learn how to like, you know, I got to love myself through this hard time too. And I can love myself that, you know what? It ain't the other person. It's me. Mm -hmm. And hold ourselves accountable to be able to date ourselves and to heal from those past traumas or past pains or past ideas of what love is and what relationship is that's been passed down maybe from our parents, our grandparents, our big one, what society tell us what relationships are. And I think, and Charles, I want you to tell me from a male's point of view, but like the way society is now in the dating world, it's like it's frowned upon to love yourself. It's frowned upon to be vulnerable and be honest. Especially coming from a man because... You know, the generation I grew up in, we were doers. We took care of the family. And, you know, as I was sharing earlier, at the, at, you know, at the, at the at the end of the day, we took care of the family, but we weren't taking care of ourselves. And we didn't know how to love ourselves. So now I'm looking back on it like, wow, this new world of dating now. 
I wasn't prepared for it at all. I don't think anyone above <laughs> 35 was prepared for oh, oh, the dating world and how it goes today. And then add in COVID and all this that's going on. It, but I tell you, um, when I jumped in, I tried to date right after my divorce. And I just realized really quickly that this world is totally different. I'm 42 years old. I'm old school. Um, I wasn't prepared for it. You know, everything's fast now. There's no, I feel like there's no intimacy. There's no, you can't meet somebody organically. Mm-hmm. That is totally different for me. And I don't want the way and bam, thank you. No, I, I need to, I, my intention is godly woman, godly helpmate. Let's do this. Let's have each other's back and let's, let's go through this life because I need to be able to pour into you and I need you to be able to pour into me. Uh, but this new world of dating, um, I'm glad that I came to a point and I was like, God revealed it. He's like, look in the mirror. You need to spend time with me, just me. And that opened my eyes up. And as you said, it made me accountable to myself. And I'm and I struggle daily, but I'm trying to learn to love myself more because I want to be the best version of me for my future wife, for my future bride. I don't want to. I know it's a continuous daily, as you say, we die daily, but I want to be the best version. I want God to work within me and to bring out everything he wants in me so I can be that better. Right. And it's a beautiful thing. And we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get deeper into that intentionality, loving ourselves, figuring out how to date in this new world that we're in, not going so fast and also our spiritual walk and how that encompasses our flesh and what we need what we want at that moment versus what we need for our future so we're going to talk about that in a few we'll be right back Hey, Relentless family, this is Kenyatta, you know, the counselor and founder of Relentless Counseling, and we are getting into the summer months where things are heating up, we're taking vacations, we're reflecting, we're getting at peace, we're we're trying to balance the chaos in our life, and what better way than this summer to get into therapy, where you can really reflect, really heal, and really get a hold of that chaotic life that's been going on day after day. Healing and therapy is a beautiful experience. It is not bad. It does not have to be scary. Trust yourself and come and join Relentless Counseling. We are available to be able to help you find your way, get on a, on your journey of healing, getting to your best self and learning how to love yourself. This is what it's all about in therapy and getting to your best self. So join us. Come to our website, www.relentlesscounseling.com. Set up your first appointment and we can tell you all about what we have to offer. And I guarantee you, it'll be one of the best journeys you've ever been on. So don't wait no further. We are here waiting on you. So your, the website again is www.relentlesscounseling.com. Can't wait to see you. You know, Charles, trying to balance single life, we're not in the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Amen. And then walking Amen. in our spiritual walking, you guys know that I am always talking about my spiritual walk and my spiritual journey of how important that is. And that's the huge foundation of who we are. If our spiritual foundation is broken, everything else in our life is going to be broken and nothing is going to really fall in place the way it's supposed to 
in our call and in our purpose. But when we try to balance, okay, we're single, we're, you know, we're of this age. We also have this walk with God and we want to be intentional, but we also have our flesh. And it's so hard <laughs> because we want to be able to, we want to be able, you know, of course, you know, we have this whole facade, like, okay, I'm comparing ourselves to other, keeping up, trying to figure out, okay, why does he like me? Does he like me for my, you know, is it the sex appeal that this person like me? Or, you know, am I bringing enough to the table? Is he really going to see my personality? And then we worry about that or we get anxious about that. And then, you know, we grown. This is a relentless conversation. I ain't no virgin. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you got to get, you ain't no virgin. <laughs> so, you know, it's trying to walk with that. And we know, you know, okay, our godly walk and our spiritual walk of being able to hold ourselves, making sure that, you know, our bodies are temple, men or women. And like, okay, when we're single, sometimes reality is our numbers increase when we're single. And then we get guilty. We start with like, okay, am I going away with what I need? How do I be intentionally? How do I deny the flesh, but still get my needs met? in the single life dating myself and then getting prepared to date other people. Cause I can't go backwards. I can't say, all right, well, let's start back over. I can't, you know, I never had sex before. No, I've had it. But how do we start over to be able to walk that walk and be intentional to get what we want, deprive our flesh and that instant gratification mm-hmm. to still be serious about what we want in our life, to love ourselves and love, you know, and love others and bring other people into our world. Amen. Amen. I think first and foremost, you have to show yourself some grace. You have to show yourself some grace and you really have to be intentional about your walk and your relationship with God. And you need to get a, a support group around you that are like-minded and they're on the same journey as you or they're married. They, you got to have people that are believers around you that are focused on it because you can't, can't be hanging with the ones that want to have you out ripping and running or going out to the bar and you're going to put yourself in that environment, which is going to make it even more difficult. Trust me. That's temptation. I love people. Like, I love being around people. And it's like, the thing that was very tough for me is, I love being around people. I love being able to go out to dinner, go out, see friends. But it required me for a while just to stay home and be quiet and be patient. And it was that... Doing that really revealed to myself, like, okay, what do you enjoy doing for you? What do you enjoy doing, Charles? Like, you have to, you have to delve deep and be like, okay, what do I love to do? How, and by doing these things, it helps you love yourself. And then spending time with God, it'll help you grow. But you also, like me, I have to be very intentional about who I'm around and how they perceive women because... My views of women change when I had that little princess, my daughter, Ava. Mm-hmm. So I look at the world a lot through her eyes. And when I look at her, and she's such a sweet little girl, and I see God all over, I think about this. I can't be out here playing because I want to have a God-fearing mother to help support. And like, it's got to be very intentional. I know what I need. To, I know what I have to focus on because... I'm accountable for that. Like I have to bring somebody into her life that is going to be able to love and nurture, love her more than what she loves me. That's what I'm looking for. You know, I have to be be real. Yeah, you have to be what you're looking for. Exactly. You're looking for that God fearing woman. You have to be that God fearing man, and it's all about really about trust. And 
And guys, I know I talk about this on every single episode from season one, even when we were on Facebook, <laughs> when we was doing the videos. And I talk about that alignment, being aligned with the right people, being the right, getting the right people in your life that's going to support you and remember your intentionality. And that's when you're dating yourself, when you get back into the dating world. People got to earn me. I have learned that. You got to earn to be in my circle. You got to earn to be in my, you know, be in relation with me mm-hmm. and connections. And I think it's hard, you know, when we think about, you know, different types of relationships and especially not single, like we get in situationships. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, we cannot, you know, I just mentioned situationships. We can't talk about single world without talking about situationships. <laughs> and this is tough. And I think I did an episode in season one specifically for situationships. So you can go back to listen to that to get more detail about situationships. But sometimes we get so caught up in our single world that we want something so bad, we get caught up in a line to the wrong people that was only supposed to be in our life for a reason. Or just a season, you know, we look at, you know, the, just for a purpose to learn from. And I know, y'all know I'm always I'm vulnerable with you guys and I speak my truth because I'm not ashamed because this is how I love myself. I've been stuck in a situation for a while and it's been very hard to get out of it because it kind of like, okay, I love myself, but I love, I love this person too. And it's hard when you get caught up with you wanting something and God is saying, that's not what I have for you. That's so true. And um, I think one of the things, you know, you know, with coming back to this new, new world of dating and everything, I struggled definitely struggled. I hadn't met people, went out on dates and to be totally, you know, transparent, you know, you, (laughs) yes, we went down that road and started trying to date and got sexual, but I knew, and and believe me, we know what we like. We know our bodies. You listen, fulfilled there, but I, I stepped back and I realized this person is not in alignment with what I want. This person doesn't value what I'm bringing to the table. I'm looking at her, I'm like, you're somebody else's wife. I can't do this. I can't do this mm-hmm. because my relationship with God, and God was like, hey, just reach down, tap me on the shoulder, like, oh, so what do you feel like now? You feel better? You Is that your wife? Is that the person you're gonna be with? Value yourself and value that temple that is and what I place inside you and be patient and wait on what I have for you. And I, and, and it, it, it has been tough at times. And I'm like, but you know what? The longer it goes, it gets better. Exactly. But at times, at times, Woo! I tell you. Oh, Jesus. But you said something, Charles. <laughs> I think we get so caught up, you know, in our single life and, you know, dating ourselves. That patient piece oh. that we feel like we can't wait. I know everyone that I know, close friends of mine that's been married or in a you know, long relationship now. And they're in healthy relationships. It didn't happen when they was searching for it. It happened when they were in that waiting period and patient and being intentional with what they want and what they needed, learning how to set those mm. boundaries. That's and that's word. what we have to be able to do in this single walk in this boundaries. season of our life is set our boundaries. And those boundaries, I'm going to switch this up for you guys. It's not about the other person. Those boundaries are not for that other person. Amen. That boundary is for you because you have a purpose and a calling on your life that, hey, you got to get there. We can't just align and hook up and do all these things with, oh, this, no. with this, all these different types of people because they're not meant for us. And I know I'm going to do an episode later on about soul ties, but it's important to know that. Like I said earlier, we get in our single life, our numbers mm-hmm. start to add because we like, we're looking and we're searching for something. But we oh, think we're good. searching for that's intimacy. So 
through sex, mm -hmm. but that's not where the intimacy is it at. Is up. sex amazing and great? Absolutely. Absolutely. But is it the most important thing when you're looking at healthy relationships? Not really. It's that intimacy that's the most important. When you really think about relationships that you've been in, let's just take a step back with past relationships. When they were good relationships, or just think good things that you remember about them, do you really recall the sex or do you recall the intimacy that this person talked to you or, or how they said, how are you, how was your day or how, you know, y'all talked about different things and got deep or how this person, you know what, do I really just let me lean in and just cry? At least for me, those are the things I remember the most. Not necessarily, oh, this person, you know, they dick me down real good. I'm not thinking about mm -hmm. that. When I think about, you know, those good relationships and what I remember. So remembering those intimate moments, the intimacy is where it's important. Amen. Well, what you, what you said is intimacy and intimacy for me and the way I look at it, it's that safe place where you can just be you. You can be open with that other person and they value you. They're pouring into you. They understand the calling on your life. And that's all that I desire. I, I did desire to have that intimacy because the physical, that's nothing. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a flash. It's, it's a quick moment, but that intimacy that's what I desire more than anything. And being able to just to be open and honest and just know that somebody is there for you and has your back. Yes. It's like an essence. Like, it's so pure. And um, I think what you get by dating yourself, creating those boundaries, having that place, it gives you the clarity to recognize it, the discernment to see it. And that's my journey right now. That's what I'm trying to stay focused on. Yes. Learning how to be intimate with yourself mm. is the start. And when we are intimate with ourselves, and I'm not saying go and just masturbate. I'm not talking about sex, guys. <laughs> but being, starting that intimate with you, being that vulnerable and open with yourself. Because if you can't be vulnerable with yourself when you're looking in that mirror and you're having that relationship with you, then you're never going to be able to experience intimacy so with true. other people. You're not going to know what it looks like. You're not going to know what it feels like. And you're not going to know what to expect from mm -hmm. other people and what the intimacy looks like. And that's why it's important to date yourself in a single season, because when you date yourself, you won't be so caught off guard when that right person do come in your life, when that God-fearing woman or that God-fearing man or the person you're equally yoked with come, huh. because you're going to be more comfortable with this is what I'm looking for because I know what this feels like. We all we talk about trauma and pain and you're just still stuck in that and you haven't healed, you haven't processed, haven't got to know you. You're going to be more open and comfortable in that pain that person is bringing that you're connected to and you're going to be bonded by trauma, trauma bonds. And there is a book about that and it's such a great book. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I will come back and let you guys know probably do our next episode. But it talks about trauma bonds and how we think like, oh, this person is so great for us. Mm -hmm. But you're really in misery together because the only thing y'all connected for was because of that, yeah, that misery that y'all related to. And that, yeah, and that, that's sometimes the start of situationships too. And then let's say you're like, hey, you know what? I'm healing. I'm believing in God. God is bringing me through this. And he brings you through, but he don't bring that, your partner through mm -hmm. that. And you're there first. Then you're going to start looking at your partner. Like, oh my God, who are you? I don't like you. Why am I stuck with you? Because you only meant to be together for a reason or purpose. And that assignment was not for intimate relationship. That assignment may be for you to teach him or him to teach you or vice versa. But it doesn't mean that it was supposed to be an intimate relationship. So we have to make sure that we are understanding and knowing what intimacy is 
for ourselves and that that relationship with ourselves. That's why it's so imperative to have that and to be able to heal. A lot of times we get into a relationship, we get out of a relationship, we get right back into it because we can't be alone. Baggage. Yes, and we got to be able to clean up our closet and release that baggage because we need time and space between relationships because we need that time to heal. Every relationship brings out something different. Every relationship I bring, it brought out something different in me. Some relationship brought out the best in me. Mm-hmm. And some relationships brought, oh my God, who is that person? Like it brought out the worst in me. But it's good that you recognize but it. I rec- yes. And it gives you the clarity. Yes, to be able to learn out. from it, yeah, to absolutely. be able to get the lesson I need and to see what is God teaching me in this season of my life, in this heartbreak, in this pain. And every time my heartbreak it ain't always the other person causing that. Sometimes mm-hmm. we cause it ourselves. Stain. <laughs> yeah, staying and being stuck. And so being able to learn and just accepting that. And you said it earlier, Charles, giving yourself that compassion and that grace. That is what that a love unconditionally is all about. Giving you that compassion and that grace That's to so be good. able to step into a new walk, a new way. It's like we don't get uncomfortable. We everything's easy for us. We ain't gonna never get to know ourselves because we're gonna stay stuck in one spot. And that relationship with ourselves is gonna get us out of that so we're going to take one more break and then we're going to come back we're going to talk about the dating dating world oh. and how we're dating again how oh, are we so getting good. back out there in the dating world with online dating and all that things so we're going to take one more break and we'll be right back we have talked a lot about dating ourselves our spiritual journey what that looks like but you know in a single world we get to have fun and date and explore other people too i think that's like the joy (laughs) they say is a joy of being single to be able to explore learn different things so you know me and charles we haven't been in a dating world in a long time it's been a minute we're getting back in it and then now that we're getting back in it it has changed over the years Uh, it's terrible (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like this online dating, not really a full physical connection, which, you know, in our generation, we're used to that full connection. And now people are dating. They're just meeting people online. Like, oh, I'm just going to go out. And I'm like, is that safe? Mm. Like, I don't know you. I remember when I was really dating, you know, before I was in a relationship, you know, falling in love and all that good stuff. We had friendship first. Like, we built that foundation on friendship. And I think that's why I really, for the most part, minus that one relationship I've been mm. in, is that we were friends and then even now to this day you know they're my ex some of them are married now or something you know we all have moved on with our lives but we're still friends even mm-hmm. though like hey it didn't work out the way we wanted to in our relationship but you know what i love you i care about you i want the best for you i root for them mm-hmm. and so it's different now it's like wait a minute do i have time to even build the friendship you know now everybody's like hey we got a date we do this dating thing and then we're dating different people at the same time Dating is exhausting. It's, you know, it the just, world is just totally different in everything. And then not so to mention, we got COVID. Yeah. So fast. Everything's just quick. And it's just everything's so fast. And I'll piggyback off what you said earlier. Best of friends, I'm a firm believer that best of friends make best of lovers. So I'm a, I feel like I'm a rookie at this now because I'm not knocking dating online because there's been some success stories. Mm-hmm. But I'm old school and I'm going to remain old school. I want to be able to meet somebody organically. Bump into you here, um, getting coffee or a supermarket. I just, I I need that interaction where I can see you face to face and we can talk and just build a relationship. But everything's so fast now. And for myself, it's made me kind of step back and almost kind of be a little bit in my shell 
because I'm trying to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and it, but it, it, it creates it creates a, another boundary. But I need to be able to step outside that boundary because you can. I've read this. You know, you have to be able to spiritually date, and that requires you. You have to be friends with people. You have to meet them and open up. And I that's been a part for me that I've kind of struggled with. But I'm I, I need to show myself some more grace. Yes, and just try to have those conversations, go out to eat and, you know, not say have fun, but just be open. And, you know, like this is, and, and, and that's one thing I'm very, I try to make sure, and you've seen me, you see me at church, like I'm very intentional. Like he's all about his daughter. He's focused on this. <laughs> I'm very intentional, but I let people know, like, I'm not in that place right now, but we can be friends. I'm a friendly. I'm a yeah. friendly guy. I'm friendly. You know, I love everybody. Yes, and I think that's, you know, important, especially when we're getting back into the dating world or, you know, we start dating or we're at that place where we're ready to mm-hmm. date, be able to be intentional, but be able to know, like, okay, where are, am I at? Taking it slow. Sometimes we have to slow ourselves down and take that pressure off that it has to go this way, this way, this way. It has to be in this order. Mm-hmm. Just be you and let the right people come to you or align with you. Now, you got to put in some work now. I'm still like, you know, anytime you got to put in the work. <laughs> But being able to, like, you know, I just got to be myself. If I'm myself, the right people are going to respect that. They're going to understand that. And then I'm going to be able to weed out, we like to say on the Wednesday, the frogs. I don't know what y'all call us women when y'all weeding out. But, you know, weed out the frogs. Everybody's not a prince. Everybody's not a princess. You know, look at that. And that is okay because everyone is not meant for you. And some people are like, hey, you know what? We're good together in this way as in friends. But dating... Uh, this thing it's not aligned with where I want to yeah. be and I don't have to take away don't mean like there's something wrong with me it don't mean that Absolutely. oh I'm not good enough it just mm-hmm. means that your person you haven't met yet or maybe it's still you got to work on you Absolutely. remember this you are God's daughter your design is original so already place place that value on yourself and you'll know yes and I'm a firm believer in that. you will know yes we will definitely know when, it, when you're ready, when it's time. And when it's time, you know, still, even in the dating world, you're having fun, you're exploring, it's still intentional. Still be intentional. You know what you're looking for and you know what you're not going to settle for. That's when those boundaries come in. And it's okay to be like, nope, I don't want it. So one of the things I wanted to tell you, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still one of those guys that's still a romantic. So I believe in true love. Y'all hear that, ladies? I believe in love at first sight. I believe that you can run into someone and it's boom. You just know. Yeah. And I'm going to keep believing in that. And I'm going to keep praying for that. And I'm going to pray that God just places that person. Yeah. That is, and, and I always, and I sit back and I, and I look in the mirror and say, God, not what I want, but what you want for me. Oh, and you said that there. Sometimes when we're in our spiritual world, we got to feel like, is this really what it's supposed to be for me? Is this my destiny? And letting go of that control and surrendering it to God and letting God choose. Because he's not going to steer you it's wrong. Everything. He's not going to let you get any soul ties that's not for you or these situationships or these toxic relationships. He's going to bring someone that's healthy for you when it's time. And it's not on our time. It is on his timing. His time. And being able to just trust that. And, you know, guys, I always tell you, because I know a whole lot of people around the world listen to me. We talking about our God. Whatever your higher power is and your spiritual walk is, you Absolutely. place that in there. But being able to know that it's our relationships that we're in our connection because we're human. We mm-hmm. are supposed to. This is what we're created for. It's bigger than us. Your relationship with yourself is bigger than you. And I know I mentioned it in one of my content and one of the content pages this week is that when you're dating yourself, you are learning how to be selfless. 
because you're learning how to yeah, love. And it's not a selfish thing. I don't want you to think that, oh, I'm being selfish because I'm loving myself. No, you're actually learning how to be selfless because love is a selfless thing. Amen. It is something that we do outside of ourselves. We do for others. And it's unconditional. If it's unconditional, then it's selfless. When we're selfish, we're saying there's a condition on it. And so we're being selfless in our walk, in our dating season, and just accepting people for wh- who they are and where they're at. But it doesn't mean that everyone has to be in our intimate space. That's precious. And for the young ones that are listening to us right now, the ones that have never, you know, never been in a serious relationship before. And I'm talking about maybe the 16, 17 year olds. I do have young people that listen to us too. It's not the end of the world after our first love break up with us. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, it's not, it feels that way. Oh. But it's not. And there is life in Charles. There's life after divorce. There's still love that can be said and still love for yourself. Even after hard situations, excuse me, situations or challenges, it's not over. And you still, it's still dating. You could be dating other people. You still got to date yourself. It's a working progress. It's like work in a relationship with others. It is still a work with you of dating yourself and loving yourself. Don't be bummed about this single life. No. This is actually one of the best seasons you can be in because it makes, I don't know, I've never been married before, but it makes that other life that we, you know, maybe strive for to have that one connected person. It makes that life a whole lot better because we get it and we understand who we are here. So we're not worried about trying to have our long term partner try to fix us. That's not their job. And we also don't, when we get to know ourselves and love ourselves and we're connected to our higher power, we also not looking at our partner to be our savior. We got to get caught up. We can't get caught up with looking at our partners and then they become our idols and then God don't get the glory where he's brought Amen. us to this. He's been there through every relationship, every every breakdown, every heartbreak, every laughter, every joy. He needs to get that credit. We don't give it to the person that we may like, oh, I got this. Oh, my savior. No, he's not your savior. He's not your Prince Charming. He's just that person that is aligned to you. He's working on him. You're working on you or for those, you know, whatever partner it is. Y'all are working on, the, on your on y'all selves, and then y'all come together. Y'all come together as two whole people, not to feel like okay, I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. That partner is not your void to fill that void. That's not his. Yeah. That's not his or her job. It's God's job to fill that void. It's His and all, and only His. And that's why it's important to get these lessons and get what you need. Looking in that mirror, as Charles said, and being intentional. Getting that through your single life. We don't want to work through that while we're married. Married is already, from what I hear, a job in itself. Every day. And it's not always easy. <laughs> you're not always going to like your partner, for what I hear. But it doesn't mean it takes away the love. You're not always going to like yourself. So it's not like you're already practicing. You're already in a marriage. You're in a marriage with yourself. And you're in a marriage with God. And I know I don't know about you, and I love my God and everything. Ooh. But I'm not always on board sometimes. And I have to check myself. Even with myself. I may not always like myself, but I will always love myself. And so that's what we're learning and that's what we're working on in our Relentless journey, especially with our relationship series. Oh, Relentless family. Oh my (laughs) gosh. We did it, guys. We have completed another Thursday part one of our series talking about relationship. And we are, you know, talking about single life and being single and loving ourselves and dating ourselves. It has been an honor and a Great journey today Amen. of getting down yes, relentless. Yes. And we had our first guest of season two, guys, Charles. Thank you so much for joining us. It has been an honor to have you, to have your presence, to know your story, that you was able to be relentless with us and be vulnerable and get deep while we talk about 
getting back out there and dating, dating ourselves, loving ourselves, changing, breaking generational curses. We talked about a lot today. So thank you for joining us. I I tell you, it's a mic drop for you. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my story, my journey. But as we say, we go through this together. Iron sharpens iron. I thank you so much. I'm honored that you asked me to be a part of this tonight. And Look forward to the next time I can come back. Yes, definitely. Y'all will hear Charles again, so keep his name. Remember him. I hope those who are taking notes that we gave you something to chew on, not just for tonight, just for Thursday, but something that you can take with you for a lifetime. Amen. Because, you know, this is an ongoing progress. It, our relentless journey never stops. So hopefully you can take this with you. I want you guys to have a great rest of your Thursday. Remember to share subscribe leave us a rating of how you enjoy our podcast what you want to hear next talk to us we have our facebook and instagram pages so talk to us let us know what you want to hear what you want to hear next and next week we are talking about couples so we're bringing couples on next week to talk about the season of married life and long you know long-term relationships so we're excited we love you take care of yourself be safe and until next time bye for now Thank you for joining Relentless Thursdays. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Leave us your feedback and remember to subscribe to this podcast to never miss a moment in our relentless behavior to our best self. We can't wait till next week and all the weeks to come with our relentless behavior on Relentless Thursdays podcast. Talk to you soon.